fuck faces. Tonight we're gonna talk about It Chapter One. Hope you enjoy. This movie was released September 8th of 2017. It had a budget of $35 million and smashed the box office, bringing home over $700 million. So what were you guys' thoughts on this? I mean, as far as remakes go, I normally think that they're absolute dog shit, but I truly loved this installment and the sequel. Totally agree. I was I was blown away um, when I first when I saw the first one. I was like, where, I think I saw it in theaters. I was like super stoked on it. And I was like, they did this justice, like awesome. I'm so pumped. And the second one was a great follow up to that. And then the more I watch it, I'm like, man, I think I like the new ones better than the original, which is a crazy thing to say. But like, that's just how I'm feeling these days. Like, I think it has like so much more like dark overtones in like the I mean, the the original one has so many rad things in some stuff that's better than the new one. But uh, this one is it's so good. And like, imagine being a kid, like growing up nowadays and, and getting that as your first like it or your first Pennywise experience being this new movie, which is fucking mind blowing. <clears throat> yeah, it's super tough because it's like um, the first movie, like I remember a while ago, series the tv series made the tv series um i remember renting that like the double tape um when i was a kid and it was fucking traumatizing yeah like watching that as a kid and it's like it's so funny and i go back to that conversation i had with you and mark years ago and you guys like saying that like the movie was like it was almost laughable like to watch like as an adult but like it was like such a fucked up traumatizing movie when you're a kid yes it was super slow and it was very long but like, man, it was I, I way more comical. The original was way more comical than, than totally. the, the remake. Yeah, for sure. And I think like yeah, one of the different. one of the big like main huge striking differences that I feel like like sticks out to me is like in the 1990 version, like Pennywise as a clown looked like who you saw on like you if you went to a birthday party, you'd see a clown that was very similar to that. Or, like, I hated it. Bozo posture. on TV, like. The design of Tim Curry's Pennywise was like so relatable and like so like common that like having a clown when you're a kid and having a clown that's like relatable all of a sudden become this like evil entity and like want to just destroy and scare the fuck out of children like that is like that is like basically psychological like trauma to a little kid watching that kind of shit with the new one. It's not the same. It's like there was never a point where I was like, oh, yeah, I I can see that clown as a real clown. Like that's that's a relatable clown like. Uh, Skarsgård's version is just such like it it has that feeling of like this thing is just in a clown suit like it's a it's an evil beyond this world kind of idea you know yeah and I love the clown suit in the sense of like they actually had a clown suit that looked like it was like back in time yeah like a Victorian era it it didn't look like a current yeah Victorian era like it, it fit with all the old photos that they showed like it just everything about him just fit old and like something that's been around for hundreds of years you know yeah i'm too old for this shit they did do a great job with that like um in in this movie overall like like aesthetically everything was pretty damn near perfect for being made in in almost 2020 right you know like which which is seems like it's light years um from 1990 yep but um tim curry did a fantastic job i take nothing away from him and they they did a great job with the the character in this and everything but tim curry man like those scenes 
um, in the original one. There's just something about it being filmed and the way it was filmed in that time totally. that makes him even scarier. Like yep. and like 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 those like like when he pops up like in the bogs, oh, like, yeah, totally. or, or whatever. Like, or like you know, and, he, and he's waving like you know from a distance. Like yeah. those scenes were like to me that was way more terrifying than seeing like you know like which I really loved in the new movie when they're showing like all these kids' fears like you yep. know um, it, when when he's in the um, was it the synagogue and he's um, yeah. or, or temple and um, the, the fife comes like life. player comes out of yeah, yeah the, um, comes out of the picture which is is terrifying and, and that whole segment of, of everything that happens to each kid like yeah. so perfect like right. they did such a phenomenal job on this movie they definitely did it justice but like the simplicity of the original it totally. like I, it was just so much more terrifying to me like yeah. and and it, and like it's probably still more terrifying to me now but what i uh, going back to i mean aesthetic overall like the intro to this new one oh, like man. right when it starts like that like yeah. warner brothers like you know like like yeah. um like the, the yeah the coloring yeah. of it like that moody like uh super dark like i don't know from like a photo editing aspect of it right. like i like i appreciated that even more like just watching it today totally uh, i was like i was like wow like this is like the colors and everything is like it really sets the mood for it which is, yeah. is so awesome whereas the old time movies you get your typical like you know the lion like yeah. you know comes on and, and it's and you do get that great feeling from those and stuff too but these new movies they're doing they're doing a great job with that setting the mood right off the bat they do it in the conjuring movies and, and, and everything else like and, and like you get that like almost like it's raining it's dreary outside right, and like right. they're setting you up for that terror it's a trap and i really love that aspect of, of modern horror and i'm i'm usually like such a naysayer when it comes to modern in general totally and i think like uh when i first heard that that it was being remade i was like oh man like if this guy's an r rating like i can't wait to see the georgie scene like I was I was a hundred percent like even just hearing about it being like I knew that was going to be like one of the showcase moments of like because in the first one like they just didn't have the budget they couldn't do any like they didn't have the special effects but like it's left did, to your imagination yeah it's left to your imagination exactly which is which is rad but it's like having that scene like actually deliver on what my imagination wanted it was like a such like a payoff moment uh, in the, it delivered from, yeah and from the from the from Tim Curry's the nineteen ninety version like totally agree with you on a lot of those a lot of those statements like. Him, I, I burned into my childhood like nightmares is like him um, coming on, like on the tile floor with all the white tiles that, that bent up and he's kind of just talking from the center of the room. And like in the whole scene where he's just like talking into the camera, like hanging off the sign, like. Ah! I'll kill you all. <laughs> I'll drive you crazy and I'll kill you all. I'm every nightmare you ever had. I am your worst dream come true. I'm everything you ever were afraid of. Those aren't even like the big, scary, like giant fangs in his mouth moments, but like this eerie awkwardness of like this clown that's evil and is going after kids in like this almost like it felt realistic, you know? Mine was definitely the book scene when they're flipping through like the book and, and it's and it's it's coming through, which which they again did a great adaption to that yeah. uh, using the the movie uh, film. Yep. In this one, which was uh, you know it was great and, and I liked I liked about what I liked most about this one is that they went their own way. 
They totally. didn't keep everything like from the original. They were just like, all right, let's literally recreate this the way that we probably would have done it if it wasn't made for right. TV. And I know, I know they, they made this for us, like 30 year old people like right now, because it's like they even updated the timeline. So this movie is taking place in the 80s, where like the original took place in the 60s. Like, so this one was for like, oh, Pennywise haunted your childhood. But now we're going to take your childhood and, and play the story at that timeline. So it's like you can tell it was made for us. You know what I mean? Which I which I love that point. And I feel like it's it feels authentic and it feels good. Well, I like I like what they did, too. It almost reminds me of like Evil Dead with the original was very comical, but also horror. But then when they remade it, they made it more serious. And it was like they just took the same plot and just were like, OK, we're going to wipe out some of the comical sense of it and actually make it like a quote-unquote a legit horror movie so just check check this out real quick horror movie, man. check this out real quick yeah um, check it out i yeah i think i just put two and two together um i am drinking but that's quick math <laughs> it came out no check it out this came it its installment came out was it 2018 2017 2017 2017 27 years later and that's when it comes back right yeah. every 27 yeah. years that was i don't know why that ju- that just like yeah. hit, are you just getting this right now i'm just getting it i'm just getting it <laughs> yeah that was the whole marketing and they wanted to do was that it? yeah how did i miss all this shit super rad what i was just sitting fuck? there thinking i go wait 1990 and then, on, and then i suck at math second. so i'm like 2000 2010 2017 that's 27 years later so I, and you were well I, the reason i thought about it because what you were just saying you're like all right well now is like you know they made they remade this for us as right. as adults yeah. and i was like no shit like that's that's pretty goddamn perfect i didn't know that i'm glad you guys knew it and i'm just a fucking moron but like I, i'm so glad that i just figured it out organically in my head and missed right. all that marketing which i did see a lot of the marketing which is what i don't understand and i think they did a great job with that as well totally and, and when they started to get into chapter two because they really like left the suspense going there was all these like fan like previews of oh who this person's gonna play this person yeah. and i was like i was like wow it's gonna be a rock star cast and it's like who wouldn't want to get involved in this Dude, they, they fucking killed it. when me and casey were watching the other day and i saw I, I obviously watched it when it came out but and I, same thing every say the same thing every time they fucking killed it with the casting oh yeah of the the adult 100%. versions of them yep and the kids. Are like, no, no, I mean, the, the cast oh, of both of them, the they're great, but, but matching who, like, what people would look like as an older, like, Bill yeah. Hader for Richie. Yeah, it was great. Um, they did a great job. The, the, whoever played um, the adult version of Ben yeah. looks exactly like Ben if he, right, like, yeah. got older and, like, got in shape. Yeah, like, so. They, they did such a good job. Yeah, they did. And, like, just, a, like, um, the when they cast the kids originally for this movie, um, they let them go away for like a couple weeks and just hang out and like go swimming in lakes and like, uh, like go like and like sleep all in the same like place and like basically like gave them three weeks to become legitimate friends before they started any of the filming and stuff. So like they gave them a time to like actually like start to like feel each other out and become like actual buddies, part of the loser club. Oh, I didn't even know that. I know um, Casey was telling me, I know when they were filming it, they were keeping Bill Skaz got away from the kids. Yep. Because he wanted to have that disconnect. But right. Casey was telling me the scene where they first like really all as a group encounter Pennywise. Right. Which I think um, I think it's the when he creeps in the out garage. Of the garage. No, it's in the garage. Okay. When they're doing the slideshow and it starts yep. snapping and yep. snapping and gotcha. snapping. That 
Casey was telling, is the first time that the kids were actually introduced to Pennywise to get a genuine, like, what the fuck is that? Right. reaction to it um no casey's eric's girlfriend for all the listeners yeah by the way (laughs) she she always likes to throw me little facts that she knows that i haven't found or whatever she's like you just you just throw that in your podcast there yeah there you go here's a little here's a little tidbit for you yeah that's awesome um well it's interesting because when we were at monster mania the kids all did stay together and we saw them like in in, uh road or the elevators yeah dude that monster mania was fucking crazy dude that was awesome that was a fucking people for those kids yeah i I was in my own fucking i was in my own world half the time going up and down (laughs) the elevators not realizing there's celebrities around us at all times because it's like you get so desensitized to it after a while of work and the things you just like get in and it's like oh hey I think Paul Rubens. I think Paul Rubens was at that one too, and I rode was, the elevator. Yeah. I with think him. so. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. And I like, I didn't even. You should have flashed him your wang. I didn't break. I didn't say hi. I didn't even look at him. I was just like, yep, yeah, I'm in the. I'm in the. Dude, he. Uh, Herman right now. When I when wild. I showed up at the hotel, he. No, it was the first night. It wasn't right when we showed up. Um, but the first night, I remember seeing him walk from the elevators to the the room where they had him signing or whatever, and he was giving everyone like that squinty, <laughs> like peewee, like what the fuck's going on, like yeah. look. I'm- it's just me, without my bike. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! The only person I ever saw when I was walking, parking, and walking in with all my luggage was uh, Tara Reed. Yeah. Got out of like a fucking black Lincoln, and yeah. it looked like. They just like dropped her off from like whatever fucking coke body she was at. Like, I was like, gonna say, how would she look? Oh, dude, yeah. And it was like it was like six o'clock in the morning because we drive. That was that was back when uh, we would drive down. We leave at midnight on Thursday, so we get there at six or seven o'clock in the morning on Friday. Right. And she, as we're unloading, like stumbled out of like a fucking rented Lincoln or whatever, and was yeah. like, ah, like walking in. I was like, Jesus. Right. And then the last one, the last Monster Mania we were at, Tim Curry was there. And he, it's so sad to see. He's, he's like, like yeah. he's just in such bad shape. It's just heartbreaking to see him. Like, yeah, seeing him get wheeled into the bar when yeah. just sitting there. Like, yeah. I was like, damn, dude. I know. I wanted, I wanted to meet him, but I was actually outside smoking a cigarette, and he came out through that little double door that they have. Yeah, I think I was with you to get some fresh air. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like, God damn it! I just want, I want to fucking just, you know, just say hi and like huge fan. Like, that wasn't literally. the last one. No, 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 no. Second to last. Second um, to last, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm like, you know, huge fan. Like, literally, my girlfriend's about to ban the movie Clue in my house <laughs> because I watch it so goddamn much. That is a sick movie, by the way. I love that fucking movie. That must be it. Why is the car stopped? It's frightening. It's such like a good movie. I could just play that all fucking day and have that on the background doing stuff and totally fine life what i what i dig about curry is like like yeah he played pennywise which is like this big traumatic like figure in like all of our childhoods right but like curry played so many fucking unique roles that like he's not like pigeonholed to that like right. which which i i really dig about him it's like you know like when i see um god what's what's his name there that plays freddie robert, robert england. england robert england like jesus christ like robert england is no matter which way I look at him, he's he's Freddy. Oh yeah, of course. Like I don't care what the fuck he's in. Like he's Freddy. Like he's like well, forever. He hasn't really like been in anything else except for like a couple like horror movies. That you're like, is that fucking Robert England on the right. cover? 
Yeah, I was gonna say he has been in quite a few flicks, um, but like still, like, it's like I can look, I can look at, at at Tim Curry and be like, like yeah, you were the most terrifying fucking thing of my childhood. Right. But then at the same time, like watching you in fucking Home Alone two was fucking yeah. hysterical. <laughs> so it's like he was so good, dude. That that smile he does, uh, the Grinch smile, yeah, yeah. fucking yeah. perfect, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, Tim Tim Curry will forever be a legend. That's, that's in a, Congo, fact. in Congo when he was that that like shitty like. He meets up with that other guy. He's like, this guy isn't allowed in like 45 countries or something like that. Like whatever it is, like all sorts of like shady shit. Another cool thing about like just the the kids on the on the cast of this movie. um, One of the producers made them like an 80s guide, like basically made these little booklets of like, this is what like movies were popular. This is what music you should listen to. This is how kids dress. This is the slang they use. This is how they talk, like all that stuff. Uh, Richie, who had been in Stranger Things previous to this, is like, he's a pro at that by that time. I was going to say, he's like, graduated. Yeah, he's graduated. He, um, he's a fucking 80s That kid's stuck yeah. in the 80s. Yeah. He, he is the 80s. But yeah, so I feel like at that point, he's probably just like taking his buds along for the ride and teaching them all the 80s weirdness. And since, since we were talking about glowing uh, lines, <laughs> um, and so I did read that. <laughs> You're like, King, hold on a second. <laughs> I, I read that Stephen King wrote this whole book on cocaine. cocaine. That's sick. Which is like not surprising in any way, shape, or form. But I, I like to I think of it that. like some dark little fucking layer. <laughs> yeah, I got some. I got some fun facts like like on all of this stuff. So like, Derry was actually supposed to be a stand-in for Bangor, Maine. Yeah. I don't know if you guys had had known anything about that. And then um, the whole like the so the whole flick was was I guess inspired by uh, Norwegian fairy tale, and, it, and it's one that you guys all know. And it's it's uh, well, I would assume that you know I definitely know it, is the Three Billy Goats Gruff. Yep. With like the troll under the bridge. Yep. Ah, right. uh, so yes, that, yes. So that that troll under the bridge is supposed to be Pennywise. Right, right. Um, which which I thought was like like kind of an interesting like little fact that, that I that I figured out. And and in the book, I so I I am ashamed to say I, I've never read the book, and I don't think either of you have either. Nope. But I've heard super good things read. about it. Here at the Derek Sudlander Center for Kids Who Can't Read Good and Who Want to Learn to Do Other Stuff Good Too. Can't read yeah. good. I do read, read. Uh, but I just, I don't know, For it was so long. Like, the thing is, yeah. like, it's a, a fucking it's mile long of, yeah. of fucking pages, yeah. Um, but I've heard it's phenomenal, and that means um, the other thing that I, I heard a lot from friends and stuff that have read the book um and then just seeing you know people that that we know within doing this stuff uh wrote about it is they said they said that this new installment was was a lot more true to the book totally. than the original and, yep. and they they got a, a hell of a lot more into it which i thought was pretty cool yeah i love the uh i didn't realize like even as like, until a couple of years ago i didn't really know the pennywise origin story about how he's like this like horror from another another like planet basically and he crashes in Derry. like i had no idea i just thought he was some kind of like spooky earthling earthly type thing but he's like he's literally like an extraterrestrial like presence that like landed in Derry, and he never left because he realized that like Derry was a slow moving place and like the people weren't that strong willed and they were easy to manipulate so like he stuck around which i thought was like that was like fascinating lore that I had no idea about. Well, they, they refer to him, right, as the destroyer of worlds. Yeah. So it makes sense that he would be, like, unearthly and that he's, Just like... Just hanging out with men. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Right. Yeah, I mean, he just happened, yeah, happened to land down there. But, um... Yeah, pretty cool. And and the other the other thing that I was reading up on that uh, anyone that read the book um, obviously knows about and knows way more than me. And so you're more qualified, but, uh... 
<laughs> you guys didn't listen anyway. Make it's, an um, underqualified statement right now. <laughs> I'm going to make an underqualified statement. Uh, so <laughs> apparently, like in the in the book, there was like this very like strong like sexual scene like towards the, the end of it. Scene. Yeah, and it was like them like yeah. um, at the end of it like after they think that they've defeated it like they all like take turns on on Beverly I guess, but that was supposed to be them connecting from child to adulthood gotcha. um, yeah, was what yeah. Stephen King's whole thing was behind it. He said at the time that he wrote it, it wasn't as sensitive as, of a time as it right, is now. Right. Um, which I thought was like, I mean, yeah, super fucking <laughs> pretty, pretty that, serious. That sounds like, like something railed out, someone railed out on coke writing a book would be like, <laughs> yeah, let's be fine. Yeah. Just fucking throw this in. Like a bunch of the 14 year olds yeah. having an orgy in the woods. Yeah, yeah. because well, they were like 12, between 12 and like what age? Like, so it's like, like right. yeah, they're, they're super young. So Not like, even yeah, an orgy, like a, like a Brazzers situation going <laughs> gang on. Straight gangbang. But uh, um, yeah, yeah, as someone who hasn't read the book, I heard like that was like the biggest thing that people like around the time of the release of this movie, people were talking about. Oh, I wonder if there's gonna be that that orgy scene or whatever. No or like, yeah, and it's just like, I was like, wait, dude, what, there's no what way scene? you wouldn't know. There's no yeah, fucking no. way. Thank God, dude, that was gonna be a little much. This, uh, these these this generation of fucking kids could not fucking handle that. Like like imagine imagine any of these these fucking kids even just watching The Hills Have Eyes. Like you know what I mean? Like that rape scene in the trailer. Like you know, like they, be, like well, now we live in this. What what is it? The uh, what what are they calling it? The delete generation or something like that? What is it? I have no. You idea. You guys see all that shit know. going around or cancel culture? Oh yeah, cancel culture. They're just canceling like all this shit. It's like like oh the fuck up. I go to work and I go home and I go outside sometimes and take some pictures. That's <laughs> that's my life in a in a bubble. I'll be this lonely. I could die. Another thing about the book, shit. again, from an uninformed person who's never read it, but I read this about um, basically how, how Stephen King was inspired to make Pennywise uh, a clown. And I guess he was like on a flight and he was he was flying somewhere and, and a dude sat down next to him in full clown outfit. No, it was Ronald McDonald. Yeah, Ronald he, McDonald came on the plane and sat down in costume next to him and scared the shit out of him. And he and he actually, he, he like, I guess said to himself, like, if this plane crashes, I'm going to die next to a clown. Yeah. I Why the read that fuck well. is the guy playing Ronald McDonald getting on planes in Ronald McDonald makeup? <laughs> I, I have no fucking clue. I mean, obviously this is way back in the day. What, you know, they doing a promotional a McDonald's fucking flight? No, so this is when Stephen Stephen King was just happened to be on a fl the same flight as him. Like he was probably going out to like do a commercial or, or whatever, whatever it what whatever it may be. Or he's just some fucking sicko in a Ronald McDonald outfit. I don't know either way, but he sat down next to Stephen King. I read the same thing. I thought that was super. I'm glad that you brought it up because I completely forgot about it. You glad, you guys you, you glad I brought me? it up like, so you just... could just interrupt me and tell the entire story. You well, it seemed like you were struggling, so I just wanted thing? to help you out. Um, is yeah, this a so real thing right now? Stephen King was like. Hey man, where are you from? And he was like, McDonald Land. <laughs> Did he really? Awesome. I didn't read yeah. that part. Dude, I'm not buying any of this goddamn story. Are we? Are we no, I read. Real? I read a different version than, than Adam. I didn't. I didn't get that much info on it, but I do. I did. I did read some of that a little bit today. Sasquatch is fucking based just off hijacked your motherfucking story. Sasquatch is like based off a guy who was on a stagecoach and Grimace got in the fucking goddamn thing with him and wrote a whole story about Sasquatch. Sam's I'm, just trying to I'm just trying to throw facts around here to the debunker. 
The debunkist. What about, uh, what's the purple guy from McDonald's? What's he based That's off Grimace. of? Grimace. That's what I said. Okay. The purple people eater? I don't the know. Sasquatch is based off of Grimace. Back <laughs> when, when but yeah, you're going to have to ask the Squatch expert over here. Squatch. He's like, I've fucking joined like six Squatch groups on Facebook. <laughs> You know what it is? They all end the same. They're like, we got a bunch of evidence, but nothing's conclusive. Like, God still damn it. watching it. But they're still out there fighting for it, and it that's what still. we care about. See? Everyone's <laughs> got to have a hobby. But anyway, back to, back to the new installment. Like, we, we've, we've gone into it, like, quite a bit on our, our thoughts on it. But, like, let's, I don't know, let's break down this movie a little bit. Like, there's, like, there's a lot of shit that got, um, I feel like, maybe lightened up, and then things that got super dark. Beverly's dad. Yeah. Yeah, the that par- kind of every rocks, every man. fucking every adult in the movie got super dark. Every guy in the movie is super fucking like rapey looking. I'm fixing to fuck you. Beverly's dad though, like the original it, I don't remember him being that bad. He seemed like yeah. like he's like very fist- overprotective, but he's yeah, definitely he was, not overprotective. Yeah, like you're he was like girl, a blue collar, like, like overprotective guy that like you could tell like maybe was like physically abusive, but I didn't get the whole sexual aspect. Yeah, in this one, he is. Yeah. So fucking rapey. Was well, she like, like? She cuts yeah. her hair. Like yeah, because he's like, you're yeah, still my little enough. girl, right? Yeah. And he's he makes her say it. Oh, yeah. So gross. Like, yeah. Like that. Like that. It was. It was like it, like pretty like unsettling scene. But like that's what I like about it. Is it's like good for you coming out with a movie in 2017 and like you know like with everything going on in the world and stuff and like people being super sensitive about everything and like coming into it and just being like. Yeah, fuck it. We're gonna keep this pretty raw. Well, and, like and turn the that. volume up, right? And, yeah, and then address it. Like they weren't afraid to address that issue and like and see how Beverly like reacts to that and how she grows from that, which is which is rad. And then it goes right into that bathroom scene, like Eric was saying, when she's cutting her hair off, and then that blood scene. The blood Epic. scene is wild yeah. with all the hair. Super around. brutal. And then like the super brutal. What's so weird though is like they have like this like. I don't know, 80s montage, like, upbeat scene of them cleaning the bathroom of all yeah. the blood, which is, like, yeah. super bizarre, too, which I, I was like, this is fucking wild. Like, they're literally playing, like, this, like, fun music while all the kids, like, literally clean all this, like... And the weird part, too, is it's, like, the it, only the kids can see the blood. Like, the, the adults couldn't. Like, when her dad walks in, like, he doesn't see the room covered in blood. It's all Which part is of, neat, because like, that's, like, that whole supernatural, like, yeah. aspect, right? Is, like, kids and animals can, like, see things that are, like, otherworldly or, like, yeah. uh, you know, like, like all this, like, spooky fucking bullshit. Like, but adults can't see it. They're no longer believers. It's like baby geniuses. You're wicked smart. We're no longer and then, open. And then you hit, like, two, and then you're dumb as a fucking stump. Speaking of babies, uh, the director said that the design for the new Pennywise, the Bill Skarsgård version, was inspired. The, like the the like the basis of it was creepy babies, which I thought that was that was pretty interesting. Like hmm. he wanted him to have like a baby face for Pennywise. Well, how about those kids we saw at Rock and Shock that were like all fucking decked out? Oh, remember? those kids were sick. That was dude. That was the whole family. Phenomenal. Yeah, God, savage costumes. Doing it right. That that was like that. I think of. Every Raise, con we've raising done. Raising your kids right. Yeah. Yes. Between yes, between those kids and that parents and like Congo that we see at fucking Dreadfile, like totally. I'm like, thank God there's still some the, people uh, like breathing like real life into this scene. Remember the parents with the kid that we saw at Monster Mania where the father was Jason Voorhees and the mom was yes. his mother. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember was it baby dressed up? The kid had a costume. Yeah. Was he a baby Jason? 
I don't, I don't know, remember. I, I actually have a picture of it in my phone somewhere, but I'm not gonna take. Yeah, I do too, because I remember snapping a photo of him. Well, that that uh, that little Jason that was walking around—he looked like he was probably about three or four. And I was like, "Oh, can I yeah. get a picture with you?" And his father was dressed up as I go. I go, "Who owns the little Jason?" That's what and I'm. The guy in a Michael Myers. Yeah. Michael Myers costume kind of like held up his hand. <laughs> he didn't say anything. I was like, "Can I get a photo with him?" And he goes, "Yeah." And he's obviously he's Michael, so he's holding a knife and. He goes, he kind of points his son to like stand there and then he takes the knife and he starts jerking it like stabby motions. I'm like, is this fucking kid gonna stop fucking stabbing me with this little plastic knife? Because I just want to take a photo. I don't want to have to fucking lay this kid out. <laughs> Actually looking for the photo right now. No, the kid didn't have any costume. Just a little I baby. Just thought, I just, I didn't think so, but I just thought it was cool that it was like a husband and wife and they would have their kid there too. And yeah, it was both, just, like, it, dressed was, up. it was just the, the mom and dad and, um, I believe he was in a, uh, yeah, the, the, the mom is dressed like Jason's mom. Yeah. But he's the, Jason, isn't it? The dad, the dad's Jason, uh, holding the, uh, like the spear. Oh, so he's like part five. No, it wasn't part five. Part, part five is imposter. That's right. Um, part four. Back yeah, to acor- chapter acor- one. According to Google, Maximum Overdrive is the only movie that he's, ever directed he's wrote obviously written a shitload of movies that they i mean books that they made movies but maximum yeah. overdrive is the one that google's just like as soon as i type it in it goes maximum overdrive i read some theory that i don't know if it's bullshit or not but like that the evil that is pennywise is the mm-hmm. same evil in the overlook hotel like they they're the same wow. they're the same overall like entity of evil Here's Pennywise. Which I thought was like, I was like, all right, I can kind of put that together in my head of like, it's all about fear. It can can manipulate people and like things like that. But I don't know. I don't know if I buy that. I don't know if I buy that either, but it's interesting. Yeah. Same thing with like, you know, The Shining with like the Indian burial ground, like poltergeist or like Pet cemetery, And like, I mean, if if really you just like a deep seated old evil right you can put almost, that in in anything you can right. match that to anything if you look hard enough you can find the connections there. yeah it reminds me of like lovecrafty and like cosmic evil cosmic horror kind of like entities the old ones that kind of shit but yeah well, that was the they, whole thing right lovecraft was like it in its true form yeah pretty much um and then the other thing too is like the along with the overlook being the same entity as as pennywise the Another thing that was like they were saying that the the uh, losers club, they have like they think that they like the theory was that they have the shine too, and the reason why they can like see Pennywise and they can like they see all like the the stuff that he's doing and everything when when a lot of other people the adults in town don't is because they have the shine, but again it's like I don't I don't know if I buy that but cool theory. What was the whole thing behind the shine? Like is is the shine literally just what we talked about earlier? Like if you're like you're like at that open like very like. I don't Young know, adolescent age. age, yeah, yeah, that yeah. innocence of an age, like that, like, like, so you, like, I, I wonder, like, is that, like, you know, every kid has the shine, and eventually they outgrow it. I th- like, I th- well, the thing, I think, the shine also has a communication, a telepathic communication element, where like you can, you can basically communicate telepathically with other people that shine. Well, so these gifted like, people just happen to show up in these places. Yeah. Well, it's King, almost man. like one of those, like, you could do it before people told you that you couldn't do it. Right, right. Kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Like, you're, like, like imagine, like, your imagination when you were a kid. Right. Compared sure. to now. 
yeah, is the, like so crippled by like, you know, just growing up and just signing. whatever. But like when you were young, like anything was fucking possible. Totally. You, could, you could do this. You're open. Or, yeah, you're so open. That's and you don't know the hard. difference. All these horror movies, like it's always like a young kid that like has an imaginary friend or like anything like that. It's before you're crippled down like in like a, not like a mental thing like you're just broken down as a human being but like well you're, you're not far off you're, base no, there, but right? you're like no like your imagination is just like like Santa Claus like when you believed in Santa Claus and you're a kid and you had this imagination like oh this is fucking guy that like comes around once a year and he does this and then as you get older you start to kind of see the world as it is and you're like that's fucking such a ridiculous fucking concept like right. sorry for all our Santa Claus believers out there um <laughs> But like, yeah, you just like almost like you have that kid at school that's like, you still believe in Santa Claus, dude? That's fucking stupid, dude. That's kid shit. Like, that's not real. And then that's like the first step of your imagination Being starts crumbled. to like crumble yeah. down and down and down. And you're not as open anymore to things that could be your possibilities. For like sure. yeah, I think that it's like Robin out. Williams and Peter Pan. Yes, he was he was Peter Pan, and then he's like, I don't remember what the fuck you were talking about. He's like, you can't you fly. Like, lead, you you were can't leading crawl. the whole world. You were leading this whole world. But to all of that, I think that just comes with responsibility. Like you know, so it's like as we get older, like we get we get fucking held into this. Like you know, like you have to work a nine to five job and this that and everything else, and stress comes in. So your your brain is completely stuck on something like you know like we're like all right i gotta get up i gotta go to work tomorrow when i get out of work i gotta cut the lawn i gotta do this i gotta go to the dump like you have no time to have an imagination so it's like and and that's where like you know you like peter pan yeah where you lose your shine and they show that and that's what i was saying like you know when you were talking about that that's exactly where my brain was going it is hook in the beginning of hook he's on his phone he's glued to it and then the wife throws it out in the snow or whatever and he he loses his shit you know but then he like you know he ends up getting back into that thing and he goes back but this this, i mean this even goes back to my story that that you know one of the many stories that adam likes to try to debunk (laughs) is is when i was a kid when i used to i told you guys when i not adam the debunker when i told you guys i used to come out like when i was when i was really young and we had that like that porch door in my folks house with the lace curtain and when i would jump on the couch pop on rocket power like i would see a hand waving through that window and I never saw a body or anything. I just see a hand waving through that window. And it was like, I saw that, but I only saw it if it was just me. If my if my parents were awake, I would not see that. Like, you know, but I was that was when I was a kid. I had no responsibilities. It was just like, you get up, watch cartoons, eat cereal, and like have like a good time. Like you didn't have to go to work. You don't have to worry about anything. So everything's your imagination. What am I gonna do today? Like blah, blah. Like the whole world is like at your fingertips. But once we get older, that stuff, all of those things get snuffed out of you because it's like, yeah, I don't have time for this shit. Like yeah, I, I gotta fucking to work. Daydream and like yeah, all that. I gotta work. I gotta come home. I gotta I gotta deal with this. Like you know, I get, you know, you got the fucking honeydew list that you gotta fucking go down or, or what, whatever it is. Like whatever it may be that you have to deal with. But like you don't have time to really have an imagination. And that's like that. Like you know that age old thing is creatives. Like you know you're you're like you want to like hold on live young like <laughs> as long as possible and, totally. and die young so it, it's like yeah it's it's super like you know it's, I, don't, I don't know man you just 
you get to a certain point where you're so beaten down in life and everybody listening to this knows exactly what we're talking about <laughs> because there's no kids that are really listening to this podcast i think but it, but it's the truth you don't really have time like unless you're consciously making that time to be more open in, into those situations but kids are just naturally that way it's not so right. it's not a decision that they made you're just that way and so it's the, like I, almost like the shining is, is just being innocent like and in, in not having any of these like responsibilities but then but then it does happen right because it, it happens to um dick Holleran, adults dick Holleran, Holleran has the uh the shine too because he he talks to the boy for most mm-hmm. of the movie um but yeah so another thing too that's interesting is like so another part of like pennywise's evil and like how how his stuff manipulates the, the residents of Derry is like after they leave if they're gone for a while out of Derry, they start to lose all their memories of what happened in Derry. So yeah. it's like obviously that that whatever the Pennywise entity is doing is is like manipulating them. So like if they're gone, they don't even remember. So they don't like bring attention to it or whatever that means. And I think that's one of the reasons why Pennywise is just like holed up in Derry because it's like such a easy easily manipulatable town where there's not a lot of like a lot of like uh, tourism and, and shit like that. Which is, he just finds yeah. a way to reel them back in. Yeah, every 27 years. So it's not like they can't, they, you mean you can't escape it, mm. you know? And it seems like all the ones that try to like end up committing suicide. Right, right. Or, well, or it's just like that, that that one guy at the um, in the original. But he takes um, off. Yeah, well, I mean, he takes off from, from Derry, but when he hears that he has to come back to Derry, he'd rather fucking- Yeah, that's it. Yeah. kill himself then fucking go back and deal that with that happens in chapter two as well as the original yeah well they left out a lot of parts they left out a lot of parts that were in the original film and um and then they recreated it. and that goes back to what i was saying before which is, is why i think it's so great and it's like and they like they did such a great job with this adaption of it of like casting and uh like like setting the time I mean, but you know what it, you know eric was saying like there was a lot more like comedic aspects to the original one uh you know what man it, there's so many to this one yeah the kids there's in this so one many steal the show yes yeah, well, i don't know it's, it's phenomenal it's, it's the scene like when they're said, in ben's room and he's got all the fucking cool shit like all over the walls like all this stuff and then like beverly just shuts the door and the new kids on the block posters there and yeah, he's, well, like, he's like I, come on please i should i <laughs> shouldn't have said, i shouldn't have said that like there was a bunch of like comedic scenes and stuff no you're not wrong original because because there wasn't like a whole like Comparing it to Evil Dead in that way was probably not the best because there's a, I mean, (laughs) Evil Dead original is wicked comedy. Yeah. But, and then, but I mean, in the sense of like just going darker, Mm -hmm. like, you know, it was, you know, it was a dark movie for the time. And they're like, okay, well, let's go like darker. Let's make it more gory. That's what, that's probably what I should have said. It's more, it's more gory. Tim Curry had comedic relief at certain points in Bill Scarsgard. Yeah. It was a different type of comedy. Like this right. one, like no, Skarsgård is is not really comedic like wow. much at all in this. Like he's yeah, it's very all the dark. Kids. He's yeah. not related. He's very dark. It's, it is the kids. It's, it's I mean it's 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 mainly like uh, Eddie. Yeah. And, oh, no, and, Richie. And, uh, Richie's or, or Richie. 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 Excuse me. He's like yeah, go, Richie, go Richie blow is... your dad, you mullet wearing asshole or whatever. Where he's like he's yeah. like can virgins only see this shit? Yeah. Is that why I'm not seeing this? <laughs> it's and it's like one of those things where I this does I mean this is a great topic to bring up because I, I noticed like, you know, a lot of people when these new movies come out and and I, I'm one of them as well, I feel like there's unnecessary comedic scenes in a lot of them. Like it's like forced comedy. And, and I still laugh at them, like, you know, because I'm, you know, still an immature dick to an extent, like, you know, and I think that it's funny, but like, I'm like, was it necessary to really even have to throw that in? Like, but like, it, it's almost like over the top, but this one, 
it was perfect. Yeah. Like it was perfect. Oh, yeah. There was there was tons of like it, it was this movie was equally terrifying, hilarious, but also would bring you into that state where you're just like it felt like just like a wholesome movie. So it, it throws your fucking brain for a loop, you know, each and every scene. Cause it's like you might get to the point where you're like, ah oh, yeah, I'm like super comfortable with this scene. It feels like like almost like a like a like a heartwarming wholesome like scene and then all of a sudden it just goes into like a comedic thing and you're like you're laughing your ass off and then it gets super fucking dark i love and and i love that it's like new england fucking weather right it just keeps changing my my favorite super dope my favorite scene and it was uh when they're saving uh ben no not ben uh michael mike yeah when he's when he's getting beat up yeah and um Beverly hits him with they're the throwing, rock. Yeah, throwing rocks, and when Richie screams, yeah. he's like, Rock Ward! And then he's smashed right in the, yeah, Rock yeah. Ward! He gets smashed right in the face with a rock. Yeah. That's Dude, a I classic my lunch, ass off. lunch yeah, scene. Brutal yeah, Rock I laugh my man. ass off in the fucking theaters. So good. Another thing, too, is like, um, another element that this had that the original didn't was the director, like, hit a bunch of the book uh, references in the movie, which I thought was pretty cool. Again, as a non-reader of the book, uh, I feel kind of like not legitimate saying this, but um, like a, the uh, the idea of deadlights, they show that uh, on the new Pennywise, the Paul Bunyan statue that what the kids are all mm-hmm. hanging out around, yeah. um, and a couple other like deep movie references that they they like kind of Easter egged inside this movie, which is another just reason that it's it's cared for. It's like it feels authentic. It feels good. It's like for I a always, remake, I man. Always... I, this is the, I, in my opinion, horror. This is my favorite remake. Oh, it's awesome for sure. Definitely. It wasn't rushed. I always, yeah. I always wondered with the uh, the statue. Are they trying to say that that statue is in Derry because that statue is in Bangor? So is Derry next to Bangor? No, Derry is supposed to be a fictional Bangor. Exactly. Oh, okay. Well, that yeah, makes like, sense. Yeah. Yeah, that was what I was reading up on it uh, earlier. Is is that that Derry is the, the fictional version of Bangor. Mm-hmm. All right. right. Next week, we're going to do a movie that we've never watched. <laughs> I love Eric delicately trying to fucking crack his beer. I'm going to open one. I'd like to hide the fact that I'm drinking from everybody. Everyone knows Eric. Hey, Blinken. Everybody knows, but nobody knows. They all know. I just, I just come to the conclusion that Eric and I need to drink for these episodes. Yeah, and Adam needs to not have coffee if he's talking a fucking mile a minute. I'm on the alpha Adam, brain. Adam's like, so what the fuck did you think about this? Like, I mean, that was a fucking pretty crazy scene, right? Like, did you see that scene? Did you watch this movie? Eric, I've watched, you, 17, I've watched 17 movies since we started this podcast. Eric, can you go in and just slow my voice down a little bit on the Session 9 episode? I can on that, no. <laughs> the Losers Club's hideout, which is almost like an underground fort. Would you rather that or the Monster Squad Treehouse? Monster Squad Treehouse. Oh, fuck yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I feel like the, the Losers Club setup is sketchy. Like, that thing's gonna cave in at any moment. Like, hey, yeah. I appreciate I appreciate what they're doing. It's definitely a lot more, like, realistic and authentic, but, like, because I've never seen a Monster... I, I, the Monster Squad Treehouse, I've never seen anything that sick in my entire life. Ever. Yeah. I'm not even just talking like how sick it is aesthetically inside. Like that whole fucking thing is fucking radical. Wait, what about the Ernest Scared Stupid Treehouse? <laughs> All right, oh, dude, yeah. don't, don't yeah, go yeah, fucking, yeah. don't go throwing yeah, shit like dude, that. You can't dude. throw Come the on. Ernest fucking. Yeah, are we that shit about, is sick. Are we gonna talk about Pee Wee Herman's house now? Over here. 
Dude, that the Ernest Gate Stupid Treehouse is better than the Monster Squad Treehouse. 110%. Yeah, dude, we can fire off drones with like fucking cotton and milk. Or <laughs> can I, can I take, can I Bulgarian take Bulgarian Miak. I want the inside fucking, like, you know, set director's setup of fucking Monster Squad in Ernest Scared Stupid's Treehouse. A vampire yeah, circus he's, he's poster. Got, he's got the whole catwalk yeah, around. That's, my, that's my only stipulation. I yeah. need the vampire circus fucking poster in there. And some binos. And some, yeah, and some knockoff Ben Cooper. No, 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 it's the camera on the Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the, the, film, yeah. the film camera. Garrett, yeah. Garrett goes in there, you just see, like, the, the family guy thing with Peter Griffin with the No Girls Allowed fucking hand. He comes around, slaps a No Girls Allowed sign on it. Well, that was all Little Rascals, right? Like the He-Man Woman Haters Club? Yep. No, oh, that was... That's... Wasn't that um, Al Bundy's... What is Married with Children? That was not... Yeah, but Little Rascals no. before all of these. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't He-Man know. Woman Haters yeah. Club was Little, Little Rascals. Rascals. I don't know. What, 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 what the fuck was Al Bundy's fucking... His squad. Was it just like the He-Man Club or something? The She-Haters or something? I don't know. You know, ma'am, National Organization of Men Against Amazonian Masterhood. I don't remember any of that. Small world, you know, just bringing in a married with yeah, children, children into a, into a no, chapter no, ma'am, no, ma'am. You know what's funny is watching uh, like old reruns of Married with Children and then seeing them in Modern <laughs> Family. Dude, dude, I so for some reason when I I was in the hospital for a while in in my hospital bed, I had access to the TV or whatever, so. I was just stuck in there for like almost two months, and for some reason, the only channels they got were just reruns of Married with Children. I must have watched like 160 episodes of that show. Nothing wrong. With I can't. That, dude. I what can't was the daughter's name? So hot. Oh, uh, what's her name? It's Christina Applegate. Isn't it? Christina Applegate. Yep. Yeah. Dude, what's her character so name? His Bud is uh, the son. Bud. Bud's great. Yeah. Yeah, what happened to that fucking guy? I can't stand that show. A lot of drugs. Many episodes. A lot of drugs. I'm, I'm willing to bet. Uh, Kelly Bundy. Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, and we could actually go to a flashback of Monster Squad with Massey Dassey, aka played by Amanda Burris. No, that's you know what? Fright she Night. was a younger one. Fright Night. Fright Night. I'm yeah. sorry. Fuck. Yeah, I, I actually, when I was listening to that um, to like get some information for you, Eric, I was like. I totally forgot you bringing that up in the episode. And I, I don't know how I never put that together. Of all the times I've watched that movie, I never put that together. What, that she's from Mary with Children? Yes, Marcy, Marcy sucks. Oh, yeah? Well, you're a chicken. I mean... Oh, yeah, she's fucking horrible. She's not She's like the, the, the OG Karen. She is Karen. You're, yeah. you're absolutely... Yeah, you hit the fucking nail on the head with that. So with Pennywise as a shapeshifter in, ch in chapter one... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for reeling us back. Just, yeah, just reel us kinda, back in, Adam. Come on. We'll do a Married with Children episode one day, but to bring it back in, oh, um, of all the different like iterations of, of how we see Pennywise in this movie, what was what was you guys' overall favorite? Like beyond the clown, or yeah, I guess you can use the clown as as a, as a favorite. Like the all the different kind of representations, like the leper the long lady from the um, synagogue or temple or whatever. Yeah, it's hard to there's say. Bunch, there's a bunch of it's, good stuff in here. It, this, this, so this whole movie is visually stimulating, which I, I super dug. And it was like like beyond like just those characters. Like all that stuff was great. But like the, the scene that really got me that I, I really enjoy out of this is, is um, the scene with all the kids floating. Yeah, that's fucking uh, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's a fucking art piece in itself. Like when I stare at that, I'm like, this is this is perfect. Yeah. Like when I see that, but like uh I mean yeah, Pennywise is great and just like that, like 
like that scene when he meets Georgie, like in the very beginning and all you get is his eyes. Yeah, and like, eyes. it's just like, like everything's blacked out and you're just getting the eyes. And like, you know, he was, he was whipped away, you know, in a yeah, storm. Yeah, they changed to that like yellow. Yeah. Or, or yeah. vice versa, they change color at, at some point. It's yellow and then it's something, I think it's blue. They, um, they this, like, like he's, uh, as a clown, it's phenomenal. I, the oh. scene when he's chasing, um, God, what was the, what was um, Ben in the in the library? No, no, no. One of the one of the bullies, the one that like runs and hits the dead end uh, oh. that goes missing. What's his? Oh, what? the uh, the one with the the fucking. The is that Hawk Center? Is that Patrick? Hawk, yeah, Hawk Center. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly who it is. And, and that scene, like where it's like I love Derry or whatever, like the balloon, like yeah, comes I up. heart, I heart Derry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when that pops and he's just fucking right there right, like but right. it's not like a jump scare scene it's just perfectly placed like truly like terrifying scenes and stuff like that i, I love all of that like i love him as the clown he's fucking phenomenal but uh, yeah going into all of the other stuff like that those scenes were fucking phenomenal yeah. and or, it was or like, even, even the kids even the kids he sees before he sees him with the balloon like all the yeah. fucking zombified kids yeah he sees betty yeah. betty ripsom's zombie yeah. Yeah, it's super rad. So you know what I think was my was one of my favorites. I think was uh, the Mike scene when he's down the alley. Yeah, that's and the super chains weird. Are, are rattling off of that. I think that was like the most unsettling of like the scenes. And I don't know if it's like because like I've, I've worked in environments like that, but it was like like that scene was fucking wild. So it's yeah. like you know like the chains are going on the door, right? The door fucking pops open. You have the 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 flapped slats, clear slats going. You can make out the silhouette of Pennywise. The right. eyes glow. You can see the hanging like people like on meat hooks or whatever it is. Yeah. And like then that's done, right? And then like uh, and then there's like that the scene where the um the, 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 there's are the hands are coming oh, out and there's the fire sick. and stuff. Yeah, I think burning. Mike's scene for me, Mike's scene trumps them all. Um, but outside Definitely of that, terrifying. I would, I would have to say it's Stanley. I always fucking forget Stanley's name. Stanley's uh, Stanley's scene's pretty fucking great. Like, you know, the, the, the five person just disappears from the painting. Yeah. And you hear the music and it comes forward and it's that distorted, fucking long, lanky, skinny figure. That I was just, the most I just terrifying. hated how CGI'd it. Yeah. Of course. But, you know, hey, man, this generation, everything's fucking CGI'd. Yeah. And, like, I will say, at least in this, it was it was 100% bearable and well done. I yes, think they did a great budget. job. It, it right. wasn't like... Like, I remember going to see uh, The Conjuring 2, and I was with the, the girl that I was with at the time, and we sat in the movie theater. We were sitting directly centered in the in uh, the movie theater. We were the only two people in this movie theater, and it was, like, so creepy, like, the setting of it and stuff. And, and throughout the movie, like, I, def I genuinely had the creeps. It was, like, that awesome, like you know eerie like yeah. england like rainy like environment My but the, house. yeah that was i mean that was that was funny but i definitely jumped you know like during that scene and everything yeah. which oh, was yeah. great um but it was when we when they got to the scene of like the the crooked man like yeah. initially i fucking loved it with the tent and the and everything going through super good build up. And, yeah my, my girlfriend at the time was, was scared shitless so pissed at me for bringing her, her to it but like we um like, we were sitting there watching it and stuff. Once they got to that part where the dog goes and rings the bell or whatever, and the girl wakes up or whatever to, to take the dog out and then, or, or you know or, or whatever the situation was, and then the the crooked man comes to life. It was so like yeah. you like you could tell it was CGI. It was it was too overdone. But I felt like in it there was obviously tons of CGI done yeah. like yeah. throughout this. But I felt like they did a great job editing it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like the, the leper, they actually did makeup. Yeah. Like, that was legit. Mm. That Dude, the, was, leper, uh, the leper uh, might so be my yeah. favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? 
now that you say it, like I was, I was immediately going to the, the uh, headless, like smoky yeah, one, which was, which kid. was dope too. Because think about all those times, like when you're little. I mean, for me, it was like when I was little, when I was in a library, I was always thinking Ghostbusters. Yeah, that creepy scene from totally. Ghostbusters. Do exactly as I say. Get ready. Ready. Get her. Yeah. And like that was always the thing that fucked me. But like then watching that and being like, man, if I was down in like the archives of the library, this headless thing comes down with steam coming out of it, like this fresh body. I love the fucking the Easter open. egg, the burning Easter eggs that led him there because it's like yeah. it's a kid from the Easter explosion or whatever. It's super. Yeah. Cool. Which is yeah, no, and all of that. All of that's so well done. That's that's what I loved about it, at least that it was some sort of practical effects like yeah. in it. Like they actually had some sort of costuming thing going on and, and Javier quote Botet, think I'm saying his name right, is such a like a good creature. He's like tall and gangly, like he's got super like fucking long fucking fingers and everything. I think he did um, mama mama or mother. Um, he he no. actually was he mama. actually was he was mama. the uh, you're talking about the you're talking the movie Mama like with the two little yeah, girls yeah, that yeah, are like yeah, feral yeah. kids yeah. that yeah. movie looks sick yeah I Mama didn't see that uh, yeah you've never seen Mama that. no. Oh he my was in, god! He was in Crimson Peak. He was that red. He does it. That's all. I haven't like, seen Crimson Peak. If I could be an actor, I wish I could be Javier Botet and just like literally just be a creature actor, That's like cool. and just. So it was a dude that played that Mama. Shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Adam, like, you gotta you gotta check huge. that out, man. It's, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty dope. It's awesome for a creature. He's just a lank, a lanky or frail piece of shit like the Mummy from Monster Squad. Since I love calling him such a frail piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like the leper for me was the the scariest iteration of Pennywise. Like that the disgusting, disease ridden, like touching. It was like, the most the whole believable. <laughs> yeah. What does he say to Eddie? He's like, he's like. Do you think this will help me, Eddie? You drop your pill and yeah. you take your pill, Eddie. No, he no, he picks it up and he's like, you think this will make me feel better? Right, yeah, or something like. <laughs> So when I was watching it with Casey earlier, she goes, what character do you think you would be if you were in this? And I'm like, I don't know. That's a pretty, I don't know. What character do you think it's I would be? And she's like, yeah. she's like, you, you'd be Eddie. <laughs> but also, also with a mixture of uh, Bill. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess. So you're a stuttering mama's boy. Garrett's definitely Henry Bowers. Well, it's <laughs> yeah, just, bro. it's Dude, just. That's horrible. <laughs> But I, you know what? I'll accept it because his bullet's fucking sick. <laughs> well, yeah, lost, no, I lost just, my knife. The, my dad's gonna kill me. Well, she yeah. was just. I go. Are you talking about the fucking germaphobia stuff? Because I'm pretty sure if anybody I know goes down to a sewer, and I'm like, hey, you guys want to come walk through? Because no one like is like they just walk right into the sewers. No fucking questions yeah. asked. I'm the pretty sure water. if I took it's gray water. What the hell's gray water? It's basically piss and shit. So I'm just telling you either one of you guys pretty sure if i took either one of you guys i'm like hey you guys want to go walk through some piss and shit you'd be like no i'm good no i don't not at all I, I, my question would be my question uh, i would tell you, you oh, hold on eric i gotta get my muck boots and two is there a good photo op in there <laughs> yeah you know what are we what are we doing in this tunnel because we're going to look for clowns i'm fucking out but if I, like there's like some dude, shit in there that we can photograph I, i'll I don't, my I don't, on and hop on it i there. don't think i have the lens for this let me get on ebay real quick and buy another one <laughs> i tell you the shit in the hat. i wouldn't i wouldn't go there 
Eric, Eric oh, yeah, by the way, Adam, Adam, Adam we, we have to equipment. we have to have a fucking intervention with fucking Garrett pretty soon about his, his eBay and oh, of, of camera. Calm, you know, Eric, get off your high horse. Have you paid off your Best Buy fucking credit card? <laughs> I have not, but that's that's building my credit. <laughs> <All right. Garrett. laughs> but you know what? Mine's paid for, Eric. It's paid. I don't have any debt. I'm thinking future. I'm thinking future. You know, I want to buy. A yeah, house no, I'm someday. done. Got to spend done. money to make money. Hundred percent. I don't know. Is there investments? I had to yell at Garrett earlier. He was like, "I'm on eBay." I go, "You fuck. Are you buying another fucking lens? God damn it!" And he's like, "No, no, 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 no. I'm looking at something else." My. Yeah, yeah. Just looking at shit from my little home office. No, dude. I, I spent like a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, stupid. It's ridiculous. I spent a lot of money on lenses. This past it's a ridiculous week. Nice. Worth it though. That sixteen and thirty-five. All right, well, back, 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 yeah, back, back into in the here. movie. We're not, back, back, No one back gives a shit here. about my lens. No one <laughs> gives a shit about our debt and lack of funds. But, yeah, no, I, I hate to say it, but like uh, Adam was saying earlier, this is, I definitely, I like, I like this one better than the old one. You son of a bitch. Because yes. it definitely takes a, a darker, a darker oh, I'm so fucking, you know what, you know what, guys, like, you, you bring a valid point. I'm struggling with this. Like, we talked about say, it a little bit. Beforehand, I, I don't know care. I'm both... sorry. I, that doesn't make me real hard. You know, you want to you want to go hardcore with all. it, and people nope. will be like, "Dude, did you listen to like Blacklist's first album before you listen to like the newest album?" <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I feel like, like a lot of people just hate shit because it's new these days. Like, no, it's not. It's not even where I'm going with it. So it's no, no, like no, totally. I'm struggling. I'm struggling with this super hard, and you guys said that, and it's and it's because like I'm I'm kind of teeter tottering to the same side as you guys. Kane tottering. Like, I'm Kane tottering, man. Dude, fucking Kane tottered the shit out of that. Shout out, yeah, shout out to Mark Amaral for being a drunk asshole and not knowing how to say fucking Kane Hodder. Um, <laughs> Dude, you running anyway. Kane Totter there? <laughs> Kane fucking tater tots. Um, yeah, no, man. I, um, I, you know, I, I never thought about it because I've looked at them as two separate movies, but it's like. He, I have to, I have to tend to agree with you guys to an extent, but there's also like, I'm thinking about it from an adult perspective and a child perspective. So from right. a child perspective, the original it, you know, made, especially made for TV, how much that left to the imagination and how much that movie fucking terrified me totally. as a child. I'm like, I'm like, you know what? For a made for television, oh. bravo. Imagine, great fucking job imagine, like you know imagine being in 1990 and just like being a kid and flicking on what, whatever abc or nbc or whatever the fuck it was on and watching that like that's a mind blower i i don't have to because i fucking had nightmares for fucking five days straight the first time i watched it and then i waited like two weeks and i was like i was like nana can we go to video land and can i rent fucking it again it was like the same like i was like when i was in medfield it was like all right like i'm gonna watch monster squad and then when i get to go to the video store it was like all right cool i'm gonna i'm gonna rent Fright Night and like you know like all, all these other movies that I that I grew up with but you know it, we talking about Ernest Scared Stupid that was another huge one in my house I'm afraid but like yeah, it was can we like, do that one at some point yes. soon yeah yeah I think Please. we definitely should yeah, I love either. that one we need to get into movie you know what a, what a cool fucking dog rim shot was but anyway like you know I had like the these four movies that I always rented and for, for whatever reason Video Land and Walpole was like it was always like I wanted to rent it or fucking Troll or Troll 2 I, I don't know what it was about those fucking movies but it was and I did this to traumatize myself for, for whatever reason so like the movie was terrifying to me as a kid but like this one 
way more enjoyable. That's what I'm gonna say. So the first one scared the shit out of me when I was a kid, and I still think back. Yeah. And I remember, I remember Adam like we were doing that pin. I put off doing Pennywise for so long because I was doing most of my work at like two in the morning, yeah. like you know, like sitting at my table, like you know, and, and just sitting and drawing out things with my headphones on, and it's completely silent, like you know, I'm just there alone. And like, I remember like wanting to start it, like as a, as a full grown adult and being a right. complete pussy and just being like, man, I don't want to stare into its eyes because I know its <laughs> eyes are like the thing that fucking steals your soul. Definitely. And then I just sat down with it and like drew him and like knocked out that first, like when we did that Iconic series, which was pretty early on into the Rat Knife. It was our yeah. first year. And uh, I was like, fuck man, I still like, as an adult, I was like, this motherfucker still got a hold <laughs> on me. Like this fight, I always hated clowns. So I was just like, I was like, I was like, fuck this motherfucker. Totally. And like, after I drew it, I was like, it was like, I was, it was completely gone. Like it had taken away everything that it, it had over me. And, but like, but I think it just, it just comes down to just, Tim Curry just did such a fucking great job. He delivered in yeah. that role. He really did it. And Scarzard did too. But watching the new one, that whole 80s kind of vibe, and uh, you know, like I said, like like the colors and, and like the, the jokes and everything. I, ha- I have to say, it's won me over. And this, I, I like it more than the original two. Yeah, I like yeah. it, I like it more than the original two. As an adult, yeah. as a kid, but, um, but definitely you, the original. But you can't say that because you didn't have the new one as a kid. You know I didn't. I mean? oh. um, so it's like it's hard. It's hard to it's hard to say that. Cause I was thinking the same thing, and I've been thinking about this all day. Of like, I think I fucking like this way. Like. I don't like it a little bit better. I like it a lot better. A lot better. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Because it's like I can sit down. I could watch this movie over and over again. Part one and part two. I could watch them over and over again. But the original it like it's like, like, yeah, let me just pop it on like every like eight years. Right. You know, and it's, it's such a slow burn. And then well, for us like, though, it's like that nostalgia value is just in like that the, the amount of craziness that you sure. felt as a kid when you saw Pennywise is is, is unbelievable. Well, yeah. and then you have like the new Evil Dead. Which I like, but I still love the original Evil Dead. Totally agree more with that. Than the new one. Didn't didn't totally get into the new Evil Dead. Like as far as I'm concerned, the new Evil Dead is Army of Darkness. <laughs> no, I mean I, I I like what they did in the sense of like where they were like like I said earlier where they're like all right let's take that same film but yeah. we're gonna take the whole pretty much wipe out the comedy factor of it and actually right. make it like a legit. So don't kill. Movie. Don't kill me here, but like it felt a little too cabin fever for me. No, I, I mean it definitely that. had that. But at the same time, too, though, like did cabin fever steal that from? Because I mean, realistically, there were people kind of trapped in a cab. I mean, I don't know. It's just one of those you almost same situation, different story, kind of a. Thing. I could say the th- right. same thing about cabin in the woods. You know, like it could be like, yeah, it could be a combination of that and stealing shit from thirteen. Yeah, but cabin Wars. in the woods was a totally different thing. Yeah, well, you know. With, no, but Thirteen Ghosts though wasn't. But the end of of fucking Cabin in the Woods, very Thirteen Ghosts. The fucking all the things in the capsules, and then all of a sudden they fucking oh, get yeah. out. Yep. And it's like complete chaos. First of all, yeah, I'm, I'm going to jump right into this thing. This, yeah, this yeah. whole episode of, of I mean, we're not we're not going to jump into Cabin in the Woods, but so many people talk shit about that movie. I love that movie. I think that movie's fun as shit. I like that movie. I like that movie. Like I like that movie in general, but like I really like that movie when they go down into like the corporate office or whatever, right. and when they'll like mm. unleash everything. Yeah. I love that big purge button. Let's get this party started. Yeah. yeah, that's just like in the security elevator like lobby thing where it's like, hey, you want to like unleash literally every fucking nightmare ever? Right, right. Push this button right here. Boop. Okay, everything fucking comes up now. It's just. 
Yeah, and I love that the stoner just fucking makes it to the fucking end. Dude, I love that guy. Come on. Dude, that guy's fucking awesome. He's got the fucking coffee cup that turns into a bong. Where he's like, no cop's ever going to pull over a guy smoking a bong. You know why? Because they fear this man. I think the big I'll the, fucking get baloney. The big difference is. between the uh, the Evil Dead and and it, like the so Tim Curry was a fucking phenomenal Pennywise, and so they did good. a really good job with Skarsgård doing another amazing Pennywise in its own way. Yeah. With uh, Evil Dead, you had Bruce Campbell Ash, like unbelievable, like capturing character, and then I feel I feel like in the new one, there's no one to take that fill that spot like that girl is it's she's cool she's like a great final girl like she does a great job but like it is nowhere near ash like there's a void there you know what i mean for sure yeah i feel like it maybe been a different movie if they didn't do like the whole like drug agreed recovery aspect of it but at the same time though like that drug aspect of it worked out in the movie where she was like i'm fucking seeing shit and right. shit's happening they're like dude you're just coming off no, of it like you yeah. just like just and it gave him the it gave out. them a reason to stay there too which is like i think that yeah. that the, the drug addiction plot device like made that so believable where like in the first one you're just kind of like oh this is fucking crazy over here like and that yeah, one just made just, it like, more they blocked off the bridge and yeah it's just all curled up yeah i don't know they they each have their own place but totally. like i like them as their own separate things but in the sense of with it I like the new one more than the old one. Yeah, and that was a struggle for me. Like, even just, like, it was funny because at the beginning of the episode, you guys were saying the same thing. Like, like, like fuck, is it weird for me to say this? But like, I, I was like, oh, God. Like, I was like, like totally in disagreement, like with you guys like, at the beginning. But then I think I think about it and I'm like, well, which one will I go back and watch? Right. Like, which is yeah. the one that I'm gonna watch more? Like, you know, that I, that I could rewatch. And it, it, it's funny. And and I want to just, you know, come on, come clean right now and, and let you guys know that I yet again am being a fucking complete piece of shit. I rented it for three ninety nine off Amazon because I, I didn't want to fucking, I didn't want to hop seven over copies of it. Well, I no, I, I do only own the one Blu-ray like limited edition copy of this, and I have it in my fucking room. But I, was I just only like, own the most expensive version of this movie. <laughs> no, it was a tar- just like a Target edition. Like I'm not gonna fucking act like I'm anything. You don't cool, want to break like, the seal on it. Just rent. It. I had I had too much shit like in front of like the TV, like from moving everything to get to get my fucking new. Probably desk all your fucking in. eBay purchases. Yeah, well maybe, but um. So I was like, I don't want to fucking have to plug this thing in and, and deal with all this stuff. So I was like, ah, fuck it, three ninety nine. Like I spent more than that on a fucking couple wake up wraps and a coffee this morning. So I fucking I did it yet again. Like I, I took the Dunkin' Donuts special and it was a piece of shit so and just fucking rented it. I rented I rented them back to back. The original and then and part two. Part no, I didn't, no the original like nineteen ninety and oh, then chapter one. And the new one. Both yeah. You ripped both this week. Yep. And I own both of them, so I didn't have to. Like, I own, yeah, I own both. I, well, I own the original. But like, I hate on, to on admit, DVD and the double tape. I hate I got to the double admit, tape I'm VHS, drinking. But... I hate to admit, I'm drinking Modelo, Modelo right now. Modelo of blood, dude. Especially, dude. That's just, that's it's just, just a, dude. It's just a Mexican Miller Lite. I'm throwing in. So nah, it's, it's a Mexican Miller Lite. This week, dude, don't fucking it's knock Mexican down. It's my Rando. It's my Rando. Rando Calrissian. Next week, it's next week. It's gonna be some sort of. Angry orchardy thing, which I almost bought. Sugary hangover drink. Um, Yeah, I just, I I was like, I didn't feel like digging through it off over my my piles of fucking bullshit. So I was like, three ninety nine, fucking send it. Let's do it. 
Um, but yeah, I, I, yet again, you guys are, are three steps ahead of me. Thank God I fucking watch movies so many times so I can hang with you guys because I literally am that piece of shit that watches at the last minute. I only got through like an hour and a half of the fucking movie and then I turned Dude, it off. But one of the, one podcasts of the things I, work, I, I love about doing this podcast is that I didn't know this until we were, uh, we were doing research on this. I didn't know Tim Curry was a voice in Ah, Real Monster. Oh, I didn't either. That's I right. didn't know that either. Yeah, did, he plays Zimbo. Play no, oh, okay. Zimbo. Yeah. Which one the, was Zimbo? The guy, he was like a fly with one leg. I don't remember that one. Yeah, I don't I'm, think he was like a an, an everyday character. character. But I mean, yeah, fuck, it's been so goddamn long since I've seen that that show. Yeah, he life. was like a, he was he wasn't one of the main guys. I thought when I first saw that he was in there, I was like, oh, did he fucking play the school teacher? Because <laughs> that would be like such a fitting role for him to play. But I went to the flea that was market. A great show. I went to the flea market last, like maybe two years ago now, and they had toys. they had all of the uh, real monster toys from the '90s in package. Oh, I would love that. And so I, I'm pretty I sure I have them all, but out of package because yeah. I was like slamming them together and shit. I'm pretty sure they're like in the in the attic somewhere. I, I have those. I got I was, I was obsessed with that. I have boxes. those, and I have all the street sharks and, uh, and, and, sh- and shit like that. But yeah, our real monsters was low key fucking great show. That's, that's oh, yeah. the other thing. I, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, like. Our real monsters to me is like the rocket power of monsters. Yeah, for sure. So then we get like this introduction, like we got the introduction of Bowers like a little bit earlier on when he's uh, well, he he just walks by and he bumps into Billy, right? Yeah, and then he then we yeah we had a bunch of scenes though because he like he fucks with Ben, they carve Ben's belly. Well, before that, he bumps it. He bumps into Billy, and he uh, like, and Billy gets like all upset about it, and he gets like the whole like, you got a free pass this year because of your brother. But, right, right. Um, dude, I like wish that's... I had that kid's energy. That kid Which is one? just Henry? fucking Henry. Yeah, dude, that fucking yeah. kid is just like everyone. Let's go. Everyone went to high school with a Billy though. They're, there's fucking, they're all out there. But Bowers, I mean, I'm not sorry, Bowers, I mean Henry. Yeah, yeah, Bowers, um, Bowers fucking true colors, like, show, though, like, later on in the film, like, when he's, like, around his dad, because he's a scared little piece of shit. Totally. Um, like, he's, like, absolutely shaking. Like, you know, like, when his yeah. dad, like, when that whole, like, gun scene, like, he's, yeah, he's a badass, like, around his friends and stuff, and it was the same thing, like, when he, like, walked up, like, on Billy, and he was, like, he's, like, oh, what'd you say, Billy? Right. You know, and, like, and fucks with him like an asshole. And, like, yeah, you're absolutely right. There, There is always a fucking kid like that in high school. The bully who just, he gets fucking, he gets beat on at home, and then he has to take it out somewhere else. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And it's And it's, like, yeah, you do end up with that. Uh, with that whole thing but then he um, you know later on when he's like shooting the gun with like his friends and stuff like that his dad comes in like puts yeah, him in his place and, and, he's, cat. and he's like a shaking like little piece of shit and it's like the same thing even when he goes into like the mailbox like and, and gets the knife that he lost after he was like trying to carve his name into uh, Ben's, Ben's stomach and Ben like kicks off him and falls down the hill and then that starts into the whole rock scene which we we've already discussed like he's like yeah, he's, he's, he's your typical bully. He's got the fucking sick mullet and uh, like the, the, yeah, you know, you know what though? I will say, I mean, they went definitely more in depth into Henry Bowers in this new installment than totally. they did in the original, but I liked, 
I liked the greaser aspect of the one from the original. It was very like, um, you know, sometimes they come back and, yeah. and uh, you know, you had like the, the cool, uh, what is that like, um, what is that like hair flipping the devil's, uh, oh, I don't know. What, what do they call it? Eric, do you know like that whole rockabilly thing? Oh, the the big know. puff never, in the front, the pompadour? The he's got like the fucking like turned in like fucking the curly like bangs. Yeah, he's got that like curl. No, but there's like a there's like a term for it or whatever. Uh, I'm trying to think of it. Like the dude from the Misfits has. Yeah. God, that's gonna piss. That's, 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 that's gonna... the only thing I can refer to is just Doyle von Frankenstein. Yeah. It's, it's a devil's something. That's gonna fucking piss me off. Anyway, listeners at home, right? you peak? know what the fuck I'm talking about. Devil's peak. No, I don't no, think so. Devils. No, you're thinking Widow's Peak and just throwing devils in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But, um, fucking but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's made up hairdos. But like, you know, like he is definitely like more of a character in this flick, which sure. which is 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 totally dope and uh and and it's cool because you like in the first one it's kind of like yeah he's just like this piece of shit and like you get like that whole vibe but they don't go far into his character. They don't really care show. about him. Yeah, they don't. They just yeah. show him later on, like when he's fucking Looney Tunes in the fucking uh, in the, in the, the asylum. Right. But in this one, they they go more in depth into why Bowers he's is the way that he is, and, he, and he's and he's like and it's like even like the scene like when he like um, like Mike's like trying to get away, he sees like the uh, the car coming up the road, and he like fucking takes off like on his bike like yeah. down the alley with like all the meat in there, and he goes over to the dumpster, and like then that whole epic scene that we were talking about, like where like you know the chain starts going, you hear the yeah. door, and then it opens, and that whole thing, and then all of a sudden the car pulls up, and he like. <laughs> it's such a kind of, it's kind of a fucking stupid scene he like he like comes out of like the t-top or whatever and he just like flicks something at him and he's like get out of my town right you know and it's like uh like you, you could you, you could tell like like I, I don't i don't know the whole scene was just like yeah i expected more from it i didn't think he was just gonna like flick something at him and like he just like falls on the ground like like you know like kind of scared and they just Still, fucking like, drive off and that's it like you thought they were gonna terrorizing. jump out and like beat him down right like, yeah right. And they just like they were just psychologically fucking with him and totally. like and drove off and then it, and then like the dude that works with his dad like or, or whoever that is that uh mike's uncle or whoever that like comes out and he's like mike you all right and it's like you're just laying down next to the fucking trash and like right. the meat's on the fucking ground yeah right i love how they just transport meat all over town just on like the fucking front of a bike a meat no, courier like, yeah yeah no like hey let's like maybe put this in like a cooler a little bit no it's just <laughs> well yeah it's it's back in the day and they're just like but it's you know, also like, red meat though it's like it's not it's not chicken or anything right but, uh, well i'm yeah, almost like, wondering if maybe like they had that stuff like like it was it like just freshly packaged and he sends it out or did they have that stuff stored in like the uh the built-in you know what I mean? They send it out. They, they don't really get like super into that whole aspect of it. But they it's don't like, get into the logistics of no. the slaughterhouse's business. No, but, how, but, how long is he on his bicycle? <laughs> no, but the, the reason I, I bring that up, jobs. the reason I bring that up is not to just, you know, be, be stupid about it. It's, it's just like Mike's uh, kind of useless in there. Like they're slaughtering these animals and stuff like that. When it comes time to pull the trigger on the bull, like Mike, like, he can't do it like his humility gets in the way and he's like he, he's like i don't want to take this animal's life and then there's that whole scene with like um i, I don't know who that guy is it's, it's not his dad right it's his uncle and he's like it's he's his, like there's two kinds of people in this world it's his grandfather right his grandfather he's like there's two types of people in this world he's like you can be the be the one out here or the one in there 
Right. And like, you know, like I almost I wonder when I, when he says that, like, are you saying like, you know, you can be the free person that's like pulling the trigger or like you can be the person that's imprisoned. Like, I, I wasn't sure where where that whole analogy was or going. Or you could be like the sheep, or like the sheeple of like yeah. society. Well, I, think that, like, I think that plays into like the you're the one that's in control or you're the one that's getting controlled. Like, I, I don't yeah, know where the hell yeah. he's going with it. Right. But I think I think it all goes back to the, the them all being in the losers club, like that's like you're either a loser or you're a winner and like these all these kids they are okay. self-proclaimed losers and like he's a loser he didn't want to he didn't want to pull the trigger the kid the uh, stanley he let his dad down he's like fuck it i'm a loser like that's what i am and like i feel like that 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 common theme of like disappointing their parents or disappointing uh the people in their life just like they they're okay with being the losers you know they're like the misfits they're the misfits for sure but it's like it's like mike like i don't like like all the other kids they're kind of like dorky like i didn't get that vibe for mike it was more of like a discrimination it was discriminated upon because he was black in the times that it was and and it was like you know like they were just like being pieces of shit towards him because i don't think he really knew any of them like until like that whole rock thing they just saw that like he was being mistreated by the same bullies that exactly. mistreat them and they were just like all right this is where we make our stand well, he's gonna, home, he was the homeschool kid so they they never yeah no one, no one had met him and then all of a sudden he was like wow these like these kids that don't even know me just fucking you know they stood up for me and like they just helped me out like cause he was about to get his face smashed with a fucking rock by bowers because he's a miserable yeah. fuck right and it's like you know, so that whole fucking thing went down and then like, then they all, they all become friends. And then like, you know, and then we have the whole like scene, like at the quarry, like, you know, where they're all like, you know, sit around their fucking tidy whities <laughs> no, the, no, the quarry is oh, hilarious. The, the, ti- oh, the tidy no, whities they're the, all standing the there like waiting whities, to like jump in. The whole, that whole scene's before they, that totally before they meet. Mike. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, we have the, like, we didn't get into the whole Corey scene. Like the Corey scene, like before all that was when, like after they had like dressed up, like Henry like carved like the H into um, Ben's stomach. Mm-hmm. And then like he gets away and then they're trying to help him out. And Beverly like helps them like, cause they don't have any money to buy the stuff. And, um, and Eddie yeah, and like the, was the like rapey, afraid that his like mom would like see Yeah, the pedo pharmacist that was like, you know, got distracted by it. Oh, you yeah. look just like Lois Lane, right? Like, and she all the adults the in this, all the adults in this, is not a single one that has any kind of good character. Like they're all uh, like literally like shitty. People. They're all creepy. Yeah, from no, like Eddie's mom to like a good point. Bev's mom, Henry's dad. I mean, sorry, Bev's dad, Henry's dad, the fucking pharmacy guy, the pharmacist. Like they're all shitty people. Yeah, the pharmacist is is very like pedo vibes, and then the same thing with yeah Beverly's dad, and then. Uh, Eddie's mom is just like super overprotective and just like you know like like it's like she's almost like a more functionable like and like meaner version of like what's eating Gilbert grape right <laughs> like, yeah, you know like it's like sure. like she just doesn't want to fucking yeah, do a goddamn much, thing yeah. he's like he's like oh you can take any snacks except for this one my mom loves these ones and then come in here and give me a kiss and then right. like you know then you have Richie like you know like oh yeah. do, you, do you want me to give you one too like that <laughs> smart ass friend which we've all fucking had or been Richie's and, uh, so good. He's my favorite. Richie's, Richie's phenomenal. And like we said, you know, like naturally so because he's a fucking OG of this whole fucking like 80s style vibe. Totally. Yeah. Um, you know, and he, he just, he, yeah, he totally fucking, he kills it in this movie and he's super funny. And, and that after that whole scene when they get out, I can't remember what he says, but he, he says some like super funny shit in the alley that I'm sure we'll throw something into this Something about his, the length of his dick and, and like Stanley's like, yeah, it's not much to say, man. He was <laughs> saying that Beverly slept like, like he's like, he's like, yeah, yeah the yeah. list of 
people that she slept with is long, like exactly as long as my dick, it. and they're like, yeah, that's well, not, it's not <laughs> saying much. Say, <laughs> yeah, it's not saying much. But no, before that, he says something in like French or something like that. He's just like a, he's such a goofball. Um, and I and I like and it's like Richie in this movie and Richie in the original both fucking great. Yeah, totally. But I think Richie in the original was a redhead, and then in, in this one he's a he's like yeah. straight yeah, dark yeah, brown hair, except, right? It's Seth, it's Seth Green. Green. Was it? It was Seth Green. Yeah. Yeah. The, no shit. Yeah. I I also didn't know too. The girl that played Beverly in the original is the younger sister in Ginger Snaps. Yeah. Well, I haven't I haven't seen Ginger Snaps as we we went um, over editing previous episodes. What's Ginger Snaps? I've never seen that either. It's um with Kath Catherine Isabel. Yeah. But anyway, it's it's about um a girl pretty much becoming a werewolf. Gotcha. And the girl that plays Beverly in the original is her gotcha. younger sister in it. But yeah, even I remember when I was a kid watching the original it, I was like, that fucking kid looks like Seth Green. And I never did the research. And then I recently, like a little while ago, did the I research. I had no idea. Oh shit, it is Seth Green. Like, what a career that dude's I had. never, I never would have thought. <laughs> That's like, so. That's fucking hilarious because, like, I never, I still, until you just said that now, now I like, I'm like, I gotta go back and take a peek at it because, like, I don't remember that, which is fucking hilarious because I always said, like, when Adam was younger, he oh, looked yeah. like Seth Green, fucking like, just in like, uh, Can't Hardly Wait, yeah. when he had like the goggles and like the backpack full of fucking condoms and shit. Uh, like, we used me. to always joke about that when, like, me and him like first started working together when we were like teenagers at bands. Like any anytime I think of Seth Green, I think of Idle Hands, or he's like, so yeah, yeah. He's got, he's got the like, bottle whatever. on his fucking head. So yeah, good. and he's just like hanging out, zombified, like <laughs> Idle Hands is fucking great. I remember watching Idle Hands like and uh, Office Space in the work in the in the exact same day, like for the first time ever, and it was like two just absolutely epic, completely different films back to back. But oh, they're great. That was, that was back, dude. That was back in the day, man. That was like when, like, uh, like, was it Dreamcast came out and you had like Crazy Taxi? You remember that fucking video game? Yeah, that was sick. You guys ever play that shit? Do you remember Dreamcast? Oh yeah, Dreamcast was like the one. first like elite system. Yeah, I didn't. Have Is that one. the fuck? Was that the square box looking one? It's like the white one with the big chunky controller. I never had yeah. that. I was just Nintendo was and then straight to fucking Sony. It was a straight fortune. Sony products. Yeah, he was dope. I um like my my childhood best friends and they're still super good friends of me. Like uh, to this day, they live like two houses down and, and like their basement was like the fucking mecca of fucking places to hang out at. Like their parents had like this like little like it was like a finished basement. Then there was this one section that wasn't finished. It had a refrigerator and like a like a freezer, like a full size refrigerator freezer and then a full-size refrigerator so they had like all the snacks like every fucking snack you could possibly think of Boom. and like we yeah we, we were just such little pieces of shit like we would go like smoke and then like come back and like fucking hang out eat funyuns and like like it's a caduceys and like all these fucking like drumsticks and all this like like our, their mom would make like the 48 packs of bagel bites with like sausage Shit. and pepperoni and we'd sit Ooh. down there and it was like so they had the old school TV they had the fucking like N64 on an old school TV and we sit over there and we'd play GoldenEye and like yep. fucking Madden and shit dude and then, like, fucking then GoldenEye is where it's at then they had one of those fucking huge tube TVs, like the 65-inch TV that weighed like a thousand fucking pounds <laughs> and they had the uh, was it Sega that made Dreamcast? Yeah. 
right? Yeah, it was a Sega, they had the Sega Dreamcast, and then, uh, like, um, I want to say, like, at that time, it was, uh, was it just, play, maybe it was PlayStation, like, the original PlayStation. I don't even think we were at PS2 at that point. Yeah, or it could have been, like, right when PS2 came out, too. Yeah, and it was like, no, I don't remember it being PS2. I think it was, like, regular PlayStation, and we were playing, like, Dave Mirror, BMX, yep. and, like, Tony like Hoss. we had, like, Crazy Taxi, oh, Time yeah. like time Crisis. Do you remember Time Crisis? Yeah. Or oh, Career yeah. Crisis, whatever it was. Time Crisis Dude, Man. Arcade game too. That was the shit. And then like long Road before Rash. that. Road Rash. Yeah, dude. And then long before that, you had like Super Nintendo and Nintendo and like all that shit. And you had yeah, Contra and all all, all the fucking the, the dope games. But like yeah, that was like that was that was the house, man. Like we'd go there and then you had like the sleepovers and they had like like Cinemax so you could watch the Skinemax fucking <laughs> channel like at, at fucking eleven o'clock. Like we were listening through the AC vents to make sure like no parents were awake like listening to us like watching softcore porn on the fucking tv super fucking funny man but yeah like th- those those were the fucking days but like that those were the original days for me like you know like watching horror movies and, and all that stuff is it all it was all like tied together with like the video games and shit and then it's, it's same thing like as you as you get older but um yeah the whole quarry going back to the whole quarry scene like they're like speaking of coming of age shit right, like right. they're like at the quarry and they're all standing there and they're fucking tidy whities like pussing out and it's like like very uh basketball diaries yeah, like totally. you know at the beginning but they're like being like chicken shit and then all of a sudden beverly just shows up with her ha- freshly hacked off hair and she just fucking blows past the them yep. and like basically calls them pussies and just fucking jumps right off and, and fucking you hear richie and he's like what the fuck what the fuck <laughs> and like she just straight dies yeah, like he's how like, that was what? like dubbed in you could tell that was dubbed in where he's like what the fuck, fuck are you kidding me yeah she fucking dies in and they're just like wow like this is like the babe of all babes <laughs> so they they go in and then like you know like ben and and uh billy like have their moment with beverly like in the water their little fucking tripod and then they get out and she's just like sunning herself like with her sunglasses on it all of them are just staring at right. her yeah. like it's the first girl that they've ever seen in their entire life yep and they're all that, just like, yeah. All that just whole scene, out. like all all those moments are like that that eighties like like Stand by Me, like Goonies. For sure. That all that vibe just like comes so and hard. Yeah, exactly. Like you new. just said, vibe, the yeah. vibe. They hit that vibe. They, they like, did. And that's what's phenomenal. In twenty seventeen, exactly. to hit that vibe is so fucking awesome. Because so cool. like you were hitting those vibes back in the eighties. Yeah. You were hitting those vibes in the in the nineties, maybe even in the two thousands, but like very rare. Two thousand seventeen good on you to be able to fucking hit that shit right totally and send it home like you know like a a complete fucking yeah yeah 110 percent. like this movie and and that's why i said like it was hard for me to say leading into this but like yeah no i'm in total agreement with you guys that i that i love this more than the original well we talked about like like that fucking totally rad scene when they go down the well right so they they go into the house and like you know it starts playing fucking head games with them yep like every one of them individually like seeing the missing poster and then like the fucking coffin the deepest like like, with with all the clowns and shit like that and then it's like you know they they take the rope they go down this to the into the fucking well and um you know they come face to face with with fear itself right? right bowers shows up and fucking tries to uh what the fuck's the gun the air gun yeah the air gun the, the piston the piston Caps, gun or whatever yeah. the bolts um yeah tries to get uh mike 
and he fucking misses, and then Mike fucking shoves him down the fucking well, and he's just banging up against each fucking side. Now, do you, was that was that actually Henry, or was that just a figment of the imagination of like this is Mike's new worst fear because nope. of the alley scene, or was it? No, actually? that was that was oh, Henry. That's him. No, yeah. that's Henry's. Because, Henry's becomes possessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, almost like it has to like possess like a physical body because right, he right. can't actually do any I feel like he can't actually do anything unless he has the strength so he has to like right. find like an able body person to like yeah like a vessel to actually well, do he gets it. the strength like, through like fear. his bidding right. like yeah but like he needs to find like a he's the same as Freddy much. to that extent yeah. he's the same as Freddy like it's how relevant he is, is is what feeds him and makes him stronger Right. He feeds like he is fear, so he's gonna obviously feed off of your fear. Yeah, and you well, mentioned who knows? Like the, that he sewer just, maybe, scene. Maybe he just went crazy. Like they, he just he yeah. just fed into him and he just fucking I was just snapped. Snapped. But yeah, that, that sewer scene when they get into the actual like physical altercation with Pennywise, there's some there's some rad hits there and like seeing Pennywise just kinda like like fall apart as as they as they kinda battle him is such an epic scene and like again like they didn't give you that in the first one. Like, and there's, you're like, gets a fucking rhubarb or whatever uh, through his fucking dome super piece. cool. And all the all the effects there are done. I mean, they're all fake, but they're all CGI. But they're done so well. High budget stuff looks great. Even like the whole like opening like of his mouth and like yeah. seeing like the lights and, and shit like that. Like a pretty pretty rad element. Because it was like pretty much just through the eyes, right? In the original one, right. yeah, like the glowing eyes, and that was like the glowing through the tunnel. That was my Standalone favorite part of the original scene. Was like when he's going through the tunnel that had all the holes in it. Yeah, and you're seeing like creepy. the strobes of fucking light come yeah, out. Like death, that was the super death lights rad. or whatever they're called. Yeah, super. You rad. know, it's you know, it's a pretty gnarly scene that I thought when I was watching it uh, last night. Um, the scene where they're in the house and they they have the three doors to choose from and it's yeah. not very scary, scary, very scary. Yeah. And they choose the obviously not very scary, which I'm like, you would think looking at that, you're like, obviously we're not going to pick that fucking right. door. But <laughs> so, so wasn't that a playboy, a playback though to um, Are You Afraid of the Dark with the Zebo episode? Didn't they have something similar to that or am I making that up in my head right oh, now? I don't, I don't know. You remember the Zebo the Clown? With the smell of the cigars, like the kids, oh, like yeah. Ma, like like yeah, it's like the food he puts it in the microwave, and it was yeah. like spaghetti or something. But it's like comes out, and it's cigars. I don't remember and the details. Zeebo cigars. Though. He took his nose, but I think there was like there was multiple doors that he could choose from. I could totally be wrong here, but I like, think it, I, it, I feel like it is the multiple doors thing is a trope that's been around. But yeah, I like it, how they did it here. Yeah. yeah, but I like I like when so they they open up the door and then there's the girl that was missing hanging there with no legs. Betty um, rips him. Yeah, Betty rips him. Um, meanwhile, Pennywise has... Betty rips him um, mean ass. <laughs> Pennywise has uh, Eddie. Pennywise has Eddie, like, held down. And they sh they obviously, they slam the door after seeing the girl. And then, like, it's not fucking real. And they open it back up. Yeah. Just the way Pennywise, like, realizes, like, oh, fuck. Losing like, it. And he kind of, like, stops and he, like, puts his hand over Eddie's face and he, like, kind of, like, turns to, like, and then they all walk in on him with Eddie, you know, him strangling Eddie or whatever. I thought that was, like, an awesome scene just totally. the whole way, like, where they're, yeah. like, overcoming their fear. Yeah. And I mean, it's he's, a, like, not controlling everything. Like, right. He's like, oh, shit. Like, it goes back to that, like, coming-of-age tale shit. It's like, 
they're realizing that if you can get over your fear, like it, it's they not that the bad. Power. Like in in life, not only in this like very crazy supernatural scene, but like I don't know. It, again, like that's those Stand By Me life lesson vibes of like it's just fear. If you can get over your fear, you can do you can do amazing things. Yeah, and he's yep. like, I wasn't I wasn't real enough for you, Billy. Right. Like I was real enough for Georgie. Right, right. Like kind of a thing, like almost like striking like you're not scared of me. Like you yeah. think I can't do anything. Like right. I fucking murdered Georgie. Like your brother, like trying to pull the like strike the chords that are really gonna get back into his head. Yeah, and then Beverly comes fucking in out of nowhere through the fucking door and just spikes him right through the fucking face. Right. Like one of the, the fence posts. Yeah, and she's like, she's such a badass because she's had to fucking fight off her father her entire life. So she's like, oh yeah, she's like battle hardened. She's that ready to go. Be. Like she's the badass of the crew. It's sick. Yeah, she, she is. really is low like key though. Whole, like she takes out powers with the rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. the one that's like, we have to go help him, and they're like, we do. And then she's the one that throws the fucking rock. Yep. And then same thing Smash at the quarry, when they're like, you jump. Uh, uh, and she's like, yeah. pussies, pretty much. And then right. like just like. Doesn't even look, just literally drops runs. her fucking bike and runs and fucking leaps right out the fucking cliff. Sick. But yeah, oh, overall, man. like super, super dope new adaption to what was already a pretty badass original film. Yeah, and you know what's funny? Like, now that we're into this episode, it's like, we've just literally talked about how fucking awesome this is. Like, I thought, like, I was trying to think, like... It's the first time all three of us have lined up right. on something. Eric, didn't they say this? Well, actually, I, I guess Session 9, we were all on... on yeah, Session 9, we all liked. But, session like, nine. we didn't have any, a bad fucking word to say about the, about this, rem, this remake. And I think that's I huge. Because, like, I would have put... Like, we, we all would have po- poked at whatever we thought didn't work. But, like, the fact that we've literally been mostly 100% positive throughout this entire episode... It stands alone. I, I have I have nothing bad to say about this movie at all. People get fucking wicked, very weird when it comes to uh, or very uh, cunty when it comes to pardon my my French. Uh, when it comes to uh, like remakes, like yeah, some people like their immedi- immediately fucking hate it. Totally, me, they, me. They don't even hate That's it. That's like, me. Yeah, well, then you're being very cunty. No, hundred hundred ten percent. I the thing is because I, I will say like like. Most remakes are absolute garbage, and then when they oh, yeah. even, like attempt to say like they're gonna remake, like they talk, they just been talk about them remaking the Goonies for years. I'm like, why? Why ruin a, an already flawless movie? Like, right. just cut it out. Like, there's no need to remake these movies. Like, there's some movies that don't need to be remade. I understood, and that's where I'm saying this movie made sense to remake because it wasn't a movie. It wasn't right. a movie. Yes, we own it on tape or DVD. Right. Yes, but it was made for TV. Yep. So yeah. you're, you think about it, you've seen the storyline, you've used your imagination. So then you can say to yourself and be like, all right, well, yes, we, we got to use our imagination through all this, but imagine what they would do with that. I remember saying this personally out loud to myself. Yeah. Imagine what they would do with this if they remade it this day and age with all the capabilities right, that right. they have. And, and look, they did it and it came out fucking perfect. Yeah. yeah. So, right. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, in, in closing, you know, to this whole thing, this is part one. We're going to go into part two again. We're all in agreement. You know, this was this was definitely a, a positive experience for all of us. And we're all a huge fan of this movie, you know, 
in in this podcast listeners that are a totally different story would love to hear you guys' thoughts so uh when this episode drops yeah leave some comments and let us know what your thoughts were on this movie and uh we'd, we'd love to we'd love to hear where you stand on it if you're, you're from our generation we're all in our 30s like you know or, or if you're older than us I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this movie and, and what you thought about it for sure in general so thank you guys for you know tuning in this fucking little episode thing we got going on here you know we had a little fun we had a couple jokes a little laughs <laughs> you know we had we had some fun going on here but uh you know at the end of the day every good thing has got to come to an end and uh tune in next week when we uh who are we doing next week cut you'll find out you'll find out <laughs> next week that's who, that's what's gonna happen so uh yeah see you later Bunch of records for box office success. Instead of bunch of records for box. Instead of give it a bit. What's going on there, fuck faces? Tonight we're gonna talk about the two seven to that fuck. Uh. What? Do you want to do you want to like pour like a glass of orange juice before every episode and you can go la 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 fucking do a bunch of fucking weird shit Get your children Yeah Get your children out This was a blockbuster success <laughs> Fuck it just go it I like it. that just one just fucking go run it man Stanley Stanley Ipkiss here But also too like with my monitor Hello 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 it's the cops again Garrett <laughs> You're not, you're not real horror, man, if you don't like the original better than the remake. I actually only watch the Japanese import versions on VHS. <laughs> Have you guys seen that movie, The Platform? Yeah, we talked about it last episode, but you were cocked. Yeah. <laughs> What's The Platform? Dude, we had a, an entire conversation about The Platform See, I, last All right, episode. so it's not just me. No, Jesus. I just forgot about it. I wasn't cocked last episode. I just forgot about it. Uh, we're gonna have to edit this content out of this episode. Maybe use it for uh, the next Toss episode. Toss it on to the new one. I just got I got a case of the weirds, the doctor says. <laughs> so 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 the doctor says to me, he says, You got a case of the weeds. Nope, you smoke weeds? Are you smoking weeds? <laughs> yeah, like karate chop your mic and that's the distance. Do what do what Eric does a thousand times every episode. <laughs> karate chop distance. It comes down with a crack, crack to my blues. A crack and a boo. Oh. Yeah, so, so, it, so it is a clown. It's a big clown and he's a spider. And he, and he gets the kids and he kills them. Who dude, knows, he was man. doing, dude, maximum overdrive was fueled by cocaine. <laughs> Put a fucking face on the truck and fucking coke machines shooting coke at people. And and, 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 this motherfucker's spitting. Take a chance Just get on the
We're gonna do our thing 